the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre-recorded. It was a crowded field. Yeah, uh, it was crowded. It included mostly Democrats, but it didn't include only politicians. But there was one man in the group who stood out from all the rest. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, we had to consider his disability before we gave him the award, but after considering all the factors, John Fetterman, who could be your next senator, stood out because of comments like this in his interview with Lawrence O'Donnell on MSNBC. What is, what is your... Uh closing argument, your one-minute closing argument, say if this were a debate uh, to the uh, voters of Pennsylvania? Now, I, I, you know, it's really, I'm running to serve Pennsylvania, and he's running to use Pennsylvania. I mean, that's the truth. And this is a guy that's that's been in Pennsylvania for five minutes and, and has nothing uh, about Pennsylvania, can relate. Uh, people in Pennsylvania have no idea, uh, no, no clue what it's like. So at the end of the day, you have a man with 10 gigantic mansions. How can you possibly have uh, a life that anyone in Pennsylvania can recognize? Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, candidate for United States Senate, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, uh, John. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is, he asked him for his closing argument. Think about when the last time you heard somebody uh, in, a, in a political discussion ask for his closing argument, and he says, he has too many houses. He can't possibly be a good senator. He was a little more coherent than usual, uh, Fetterman was, but his inability to make sense isn't why he's our winner. It's the point that he tried to make there, that Dr. Oz owns too many houses to be a good senator, so, you know, he's, he's too rich. Now, this is a guy who's a member of the same party as Senator Ted Kennedy and Senator John Kerry. Now, he's had my nine months, and he's still harping on the number of houses his opponent has, and there's no excuse for that. He'd be saying the same thing if he had all his faculties. So there's no reason not to make John Fetterman the AM 1250 the answer jerk of the week. And you know we could uh, we could just give the award to the big guy every week. He does something to qualify and did it again, but you know that wouldn't be any fun. So when we come back, we're going to take a look at just what a mess he's made with OPEC and our energy supply and your gas prices. Well, your gas prices. And in our second half hour, why you should never get a pit bull. Stick around. Viewers are raving about Uncle Tom, too. I came out of the theater stunned. Everything I believed and was taught was a complete and malicious lie. This film has the potential to wake people up and change the course of America. Viewers who watch the first Uncle Tom are even more impacted by Uncle Tom 2. Uncle Tom was terrific. Uncle Tom 2 was nothing short of amazing. It's completely shocking in some parts, gut-punching in others. You've got to see this movie. Uncle Tom 2 by executive producer Larry Elder and filmmaker Justin Malone. Watch Uncle Tom 2 today on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Everyone should share this with their family and friends, and it should be required viewing in every school across the country. Watch Uncle Tom 2 today at SalemNow.com. Available by stream or DVD. Uncle Tom 2 at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Well, maybe you've been thinking about uh, fixing up your bathroom and maybe you've seen some of those commercials where uh, they show them come in and just do what's called an overlay, where they just cover up what you got and make it look better. Well, if you're looking for the bath of your dreams, you need to get uh, in touch with Bath R Us. They offer complete bath and shower remodeling services, and it's not an overlay. They tear it out and they replace it. 
And they do it with modern, durable tubs and showers. They're designed with an exclusive high-tech polymer liner. It's low maintenance, uh, has resistance to mold and uh, resistance, I should say, to mold and mildew. They're easy to clean, and they last for decades. Plus, it comes with a lifetime warranty. Uh, they have walk-in tubs, replacement showers, tub-to-shower conversions, more than that, uh, actually. And Bath R Us will transform any bathroom to the bath of your dreams. Here's the thing. You can schedule a free in-home estimate right now and get $1,000 off plus 18 months, same as cash. That's, that's right, zero down, zero payments, zero interest for 18 months. So call today, 513-715-0778. That's 513-715-0778. Go to the website, bathrus.com. That's bath, the letter R, us.com for the bath of your dreams. AM 1250, The Answer. The coming midterms may be the most important election in the history of our country. The battle lines are drawn. The war for America's soul is on the line. Now is your chance to help freedom win. Join Salem Media Group and this station for the Battleground Talkers Tour coming in October. The best minds in conservative media and thought will dissect the coming election. Learn who's on the right side. Join us for a vigorous discussion about the issues that are so crucial to you, your family and community, the economy and inflation, the border crisis, our civil rights under attack, higher taxes, and the effects the Biden administration is having on this country. The Battleground Talkers Tour will be something you never forget and could make the difference in this coming election. Join us. Wired Differently presents Gallagher, Hewitt, Prager, and Tatum. The Battleground Talkers Tour. Thursday, October 20th at the Doubletree by Hilton and Greentree. Tickets at TheAnswerPGH.com. Sponsored in part by Abernethy and Hagerman Law. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. On top of the special exclusively for my listeners on the Percale and Giza Dream bed sheets, marked down as low as $29.98, Mike's now changing the game with his three-piece towel set. This set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent, yet still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with one bath, one hand towel, and one washcloth, typically retailing for $49.99. For a limited time, you can get this three-piece towel set for the low price of $19.98 with promo code STAG. Don't miss out on these incredible offers. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 800-716-8087, use the promo code STAG, or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at MyPillow.com for the radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, there's a good chance that you'll be seeing the price of a gallon of gas sneaking back up over four bucks a gallon around here next week. Uh, and it's, I think it's right at four dollars, at least where I was the last time I stopped. And it's going to keep going up for who knows how long. And at least now you don't have to wonder why. Maybe you've always wondered what, what controls the gas prices. Well, you know whose fault it is this time. It's the big guy. He did a nice job of making things worse by meeting with the Saudis a little while back. Daniel Turner, the founder of Power of the Future, is here to tell you just how badly he screwed up. Daniel, thanks for coming on again. Always a pleasure to be on your show, John. Thanks for having me. So, yeah, thank you. But before we get to uh, Joe and OPEC, I heard somewhere today uh, that if he hadn't shut down the Keystone Pipeline a half an hour after he was sworn in back in uh, 2021, uh, 800,000 gallons of oil would be going to the Gulf Coast from Alberta every day. Is that true? Absolutely. Uh, about 850,000 gallons, actually, is what the pipeline could bring um, had it been brought on board. Uh, and, and two things are important about Keystone, because uh, a lot of people are always blasting it. The, the president himself is saying, look, it wasn't operational. It wouldn't have made a difference. But, but it, it sent a signal to the industry and to the markets about how this administration was going to treat the fossil fuel industry. But also the fossil fuel industry was, was banking on Keystone. So their markets had adjusted knowing that, hey, by mid-2022, Keystone will be operational and we can expect this huge surplus of, of crude coming to the refineries. Now, oil is still coming from Alberta uh, to, to the Gulf for refining. But it's coming via rail car, and each rail car can only carry around 60,000 
barrels. Yeah, I said so gallons, figure, by the way. I meant barrels. I think I said 800,000 gallons of oil. Yeah, obviously it's barrels. 800,000 so. barrels. Yeah, so yeah. so huge differentiator. You're right, right. I mean, we're talking about 8% of what we were supposed to, of what Keystone could have brought on board. Mm-hmm. So absolutely had a huge ripple ripple effect. But it sent a signal to the industry and to the world Joe Biden is anti-fossil fuel. That's not a surprise because he said he was. All right. during the campaign, he said he was going to do this. And, and the markets are responding, but also dictators who have a lot of oil, like Putin, like the Saudis, they're also responding. Yeah, he said his trip to Saudi Arabia this summer wasn't about oil. Everybody knows that it was. Uh, what did he accomplish by that trip? That was in August, I think it was. That was, and 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 now um, the Saudis have humiliated him on the world stage for a third time. Um, he said he went over for accords for humanitarian. Uh, he wanted to talk about Jamal Khashoggi, the uh, the Virginia resident uh, who was killed in a Saudi embassy in Turkey. Um, but we all know, as you just said, he went over to to, to, to ask them to increase production, and they did not. Um, and now they are cutting production. OPEC is cutting production by 2 million barrels a day. And the reason why is they want to see prices go up. They know what controls prices as the supply. And I do think they enjoy seeing Joe Biden squirm, right? right? I, OPEC is not our ally. I've been saying this repeatedly for the last couple of days since OPEC made this announcement. A lot of people think OPEC and, and America or the North American fossil fuel industry, it's like the American League and the National League, right? And we all just play baseball. We don't. OPEC was created for the sole purpose of defeating American oil. Right? OPEC is not our friend. They're not, an, they're not our ally. They are our enemy. And every decision they make is to their benefit and to our detriment. So I'm not surprised OPEC is stepping all over Joe Biden because they see weakness and they're going to pounce. Yeah, all for all these years, we've heard the term, the word OPEC. Uh, but w- who exactly is OPEC? What is OPEC? And, and how did the U.S. allow OPEC to have so much control over our fuel costs? Yeah, well, there's, and it's a great point you raise. And there's, there's two entities, really. There's OPEC and then the, what they call OPEC Plus. Originally, OPEC, when it started in 1960, was just the Middle East nations. And they are the oil, uh, oil uh, petroleum exporting countries. Um, and so the Middle East discovered, hey, look, this, this sludge that comes from the ground called crude that America now has been dominating the market really since the time of Rockefeller, right? We have it in abundance too. And there's no reason why America is setting oil policy worldwide, as we did. Um, as your uh, uh, listeners know, and a lot of them in Pennsylvania work in the industry, the oil markets are traded on the U.S. dollar because oil is seen as an American product, right? We basically created it or refined it. We figured out how to, how to commercialize it. When these other Middle Eastern nations realized they had it, they realized that they needed to form some sort of alliance to fight against America. And so they all got together and they, they started this thing called OPEC. OPEC plus is when other nations who were not Middle East said, well, you know what? We have oil, too, and we hate America. That's Venezuela. That's Russia. So, again, it, it's an alliance for the sole purpose of defeating the United States. And I should include Canada in that equation, right? America and Canada are, are, are more than allies. We are an analogy I use. It's sticking with baseball. An analogy I use is how the Blue Jays play in, 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 in Toronto but they're still part of the major league, right? Keystone, people say, well, I was from Canada. It's the same industry. Canada and North America are tired at the hip, are tied at the hip when it comes to oil. And um, Jimmy Carter was involved in the mid-'70s in thinking he was doing a good job by making friends with them, and they, and they kind of stabbed him in the back. Is that, is that a simplification of it? No, it's very accurate. He, he thought that diplomacy, and he thought, oh, you know, they would want to work together. Again, these folks don't have common good uh, uh, in, 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 as, as their driving force. They don't have the benefit of the world and the flourishing of society. They have money and, and, and the wealth of, and the prosperity of their nations, and a lot of their nations are bad. Right? I, I would question the human rights of places like Saudi Arabia and Kuwait and Iran. Right? I, I don't think it's, it's surprising that I would question their human rights and, and their philosophy of mankind. Cutter. Um, 
Exactly. So, so they don't have the same values that we do. So, so Jimmy Carter, a lot like Joe Biden thinks, if he goes to them and appeal, hey, you know what, guys, people are really hurting. This may, may not be a good decision. Well, these are the same people who launch rockets at Israel on the regular, right? These are the people who fund terrorism around the world. Quite frankly, to be very blunt, John, these are the people who orchestrated 9-11, right? right. They don't care about humanitarian issues. They care about power. And when America is weak, they pounce. They kill women for not wearing a veil on their face. Yeah, and and we and absolutely. and and, and w- why would you take? Uh, why would you allow anyone who's who's still living in the 13th century to um, have anything to do with anything in your country and have and, and allow it to have and, and and be put in a position where you have to negotiate with them and be at their mercy? They, they're still it, it, they're, they're, it, they're living in the 13th century, if not for the oil. Absolutely, uh, they are. Yes, they are oil rich 13th century nations. And and what's happening right now reminds me a lot of one of the things about the Obama administration that most angered a lot of us, but me in particular. Do you recall when Iran captured a bunch of American sailors and held them hostage? You recall yeah. multiple times. North Korea launched rockets and the Obama administration went hem and haw and he would make speeches. And, and at no point did it occur to him to say, we're America, right? We're the biggest country in the world, the strongest, most powerful, the best in terms of values. How in the heck are we letting these little petty tyrant dictators call the shots? When does America get its, its backbone and its swagger back? Well, that's what Biden is doing. Biden is cowering to, oh, gosh, Vladimir Putin said this, and oh, Mohammed bin Salman said that. When is Joe Biden going to realize the greatness of America means you put all these little petty rogue dictators down? You make them grovel before you. You exert your power and influence. And then the world has peace and stability as well. But it is shameful to see this White House just playing by OPEC's rules and responding to OPEC, OPEC calling the shots. We're talking to Daniel Turner. He's the founder of Power of the Future. Um, so how did we go from uh, Jimmy Carter, you know, selling us out, basically, uh, back in the 70s, to, be, be, uh, to become a, um, an, an, a net exporter of oil and no longer really depending on OPEC, what was it that Donald Trump was able to do to turn that around? And he, by the time he was, he was only in office two years and he managed to turn it around. Yeah, and, and a lot of that, it depends upon uh, the technology of the industry, right? And this is the beauty of the free markets. When they're allowed to operate, they will always do something, create their product in a more efficient way for the greatest number of people at the lowest price point, right? It behooves the oil and gas industry to lower prices, because more people buy it and they would rather have more customers at lower prices than fewer customers at high prices. It's why every, you know, a, a, a chain store, every Nike sneaker, every flat screen TV, the goal is to, is to lower the price of your goods. So, so technology is what brought this, this industry and made it explode even in the years post Reagan. And the biggest, of course, technology was, was the improvement of fracking. Um, we get half of our oil from fracking. We get two-thirds of our natural gas from fracking. You have many candidates in Pennsylvania, Fetterman and Shapiro, who are on the record as anti-fracking. And there are hundreds of thousands of Pennsylvanians who work directly in this industry. And so I, I got to ask if you, your, your, your sister, your uncle, your dad, if anyone works in the oil and gas industry in Pennsylvania, and you're thinking of voting for Fetterman, you should really just call your dad and say, hey, by the way, I'm voting for the guy who wants to fire you. Or if you're voting for Josh Shapiro, hey, I'm going to vote for the guy who said that he wants to drive you out of business. And it's the same that we did with the, with the Biden administration. He promised he was going to do this, and, and, and he's following through on that. But, but to go back to your question, these advances in technology made oil and gas explode made it just become a huge boon. And then in the Trump years, when we got government out of the way, look at what the industry did. We did, did you know, Biden tries to scare us. Big business, they're going to pollute and steal. No, no. Under Donald Trump, we never talked about price gouging. We never talked about colluding. We never talked about oil companies getting together to raise prices. Isn't it funny that all that rhetoric comes now? 
when Donald Trump was in charge, we had lowest price point, the most oil produced, the greatest amount of revenue brought to the treasury in the most efficient way. That's the joys of the free market. And we can return to that only if we have the political will to do so, and Joe Biden does not. And I think I saw today uh, some more Democrats popping up, blaming, and not just blaming the oil companies uh, for the, the the price of gas, but uh, d- saying that it's because of the evil, greedy oil companies that the prices yeah. are so high, and that they are now taking part in gouging everybody. Exactly. They just figured out how to do it, right? 2022 was the year that capitalists, determined that they could price gouge it's amazing like i just said for the four years of trump who they always said was in the pocket of big oil right we never heard those accusations but we hear them now and this is just because democrats are absolutely scared straight the elections in 25 days they have n- nothing to run on crime is terrible inflation is terrible prices are terrible morale is terrible anyone who remembers the carter years if you mentioned him remembers the general malaise of the American spirit. We look at our cities crumbling, our education stinks, the world is attacking us. What, if you're a Democrat, what are you running on? You know, you, you don't even have Obama's hopes and change anymore. You have just pure misery because you are tied to Joe Biden, and you voted for this. And, Joe, Joe, and, and, and Fetterman and Shapiro and, and across the, the border from you, uh, uh, Tim Ryan in the J.D. Vance Center right in Ohio, they voted for this because they voted for Joe Biden and they voted to support all of his policies. So if you're going to go vote in a couple of weeks, you've got to ask yourself, what are you voting for? Do you want more of this? Because you'll get it. Amazing. When does the Strategic Petroleum Reserve run out and where would prices have been if Biden hadn't used most of that up already? Yeah, we're, we're about 60 percent depleted right now, which should be considerably alarming. I mean, as, as tragic as Hurricane Ian was, it was not detrimental to our refining industry, so it didn't really go offline. But if that hurricane had gone uh, northwest a little bit and we only have 40% of our reserves, uh, um, we would be in, in, in real trouble. Did Joe Biden releasing a million dollars, a million barrels a day lower prices? I mean, the data says no, but I'm sure it had some market signal and, and, and prices ultimately did come down. The main reason why oil and gas prices came down over the last three months is because of China. Um, over 100 million Chinese are still locked in their homes. China's biggest city is still on, on COVID lockdown, and their demand is basically negligent, uh, negligible. And so if China opens back up, those prices are going to continue to spike. And, and to rise pri- raise prices, that's exactly why OPEC issued these, these cuts. So I don't think Joe Biden... He didn't do anything to affect prices. He did just make America very, very weak. Uh, Finishing up here with Daniel Turner, the founder of Power of the Future. Daniel, what can Republicans do to fix this if they take control of the House uh, and or Senate? And how long will it take? Well, there are certain things they can do at the the congressional level. Um, And and actually, my organization, Power of the Future, uh, is, is trying to give them ideas. We've issued a very important. Wow, we lost him. He disappeared. Well, I guess we're not going to get him back, Mike. It's, uh, it's too late. We're too close to the break. Um, well, I appreciate um, I appreciate Daniel Turner coming on, and uh, it's just insanity to me. Well, it's insanity to everybody that we have to just even be talking about this at this point. We're sitting on top of all this energy, and we're running around asking people who still dress the way they dressed in, in 1356, and they're killing people for not dressing the way they'd like them to dress. They're beheading people, and we're, we are, we've, we've managed to put ourselves in a position where, where we are negotiating with them, and we're negotiating with them in a, in a position of, of uh, putting them in the position of power. It's just... It's beyond insane. And there are, there are people out there who are going to vote for people who want to keep doing this, like John Fetterman. It's unbelievable. I'll be right back. For 
SRN News. I'm John Scott. A federal judge has ruled that the current version of the federal policy that prevents the deportation of hundreds of thousands of immigrants brought to the U.S. as children can continue at least temporarily. U.S. District Judge Andrew Hayden says that the policy, which is set to proceed under new regulations at the end of the month, can continue with limitations that he previously set. An explosion inside a coal mine in northern Turkey has trapped dozens of miners. At least 14 were rescued or were able to exit themselves. The cause of that blast in the mine in the town of Amsara in the Black Sea coastal province of Barton was under investigation. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 310 points. The Nasdaq is off 290. This is SRN News. These are tough times for everyone, so dealing with your timeshare may not be your biggest concern. But when this passes, do you still want a lifetime of payments, fees, and commitments for a timeshare you were misled into buying? Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshares and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit. 800-549-8866. That's 800-549-8866. 800-549-8866. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. AM 1250, The Answer. Brandon Tatum. We have to talk about Candace Owens' new documentary that just came out. The biggest lie ever sold. Thank God that Candace, and I don't think nobody else in the country could do it like Candace did it, exposed BLM for who they are. I can't wait till people start going to jail over the mismanagement of funds and the lies that they told the American people and the hatred they caused on the next Officer Tatum Show. The Officer Tatum Show. Later tonight at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. Whose rule book do you want to play by? The government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rule book and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep on top of the special exclusively for my listeners on the Percale and Giza Dream bed sheets marked down as low as 29.98. Mike's now changing the game with his three-piece towel set. This set is made with USA cotton making it extremely absorbent yet still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with one bath, one hand towel and one washcloth. To Typically retailing for forty nine ninety nine. For a limited time, you can get this three piece towel set for the low price of nineteen ninety eight with promo code STAG. Don't miss out on these incredible offers. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 800-716-8087. Use the promo code STAG or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at MyPillow.com for the radio-exclusive offer on all bed sheets. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Will be a slow trip for you this afternoon. Parkway East, it's a heavy ride inbound Greensburg Pike to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and through downtown. Outbound, not as bad, but it's busy up to Edgewood, Swissvale. Parkway West, a lot of delays inbound. Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. On the Turnpike, it's all backed up with construction. Westbound Pierce Mill Road down to the Butler Service Plaza. 28 outbound Heavy Butler Street to RIDC Park. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 46. Times of clouds and sun tomorrow. It'll be breezy in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high 66. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies with a low of 38. Sunny to partly cloudy for Sunday. A taste of November is on the way. We'll reach a high of 62. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I'm a dog guy. I've talked about it here before. I have two golden retrievers, and I think that the golden retriever just might be God's most perfect creature. I could be wrong. There are lots of great breeds out there. Uh, and, of course, there are great dogs that don't belong to any one breed. What I've never been able to understand is why anybody would want to own a pit bull. I was asking that question again a few days ago. Colleen Lynn is the founder of dog, dogsbite.org, and she joins us now. Colleen, good to have you back on the show again. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, the story I saw got a lot of attention around the country. Uh, it was about two babies, uh, one five months old, the other two years old. It was in Tennessee. They were killed by their family pit bulls. The mother had to watch it as she tried to pull the dogs off. It took about 10 minutes for it to go uh, to go down. She's now in the hospital, and uh, I guess the question is, how often does this happen? Well, um, I've been dreading this scenario for 15 years. Um, uh, this is the first time. I mean, for children, right? Um, there's been some other attacks involving two adults. Um, so, I mean, it, it, we couldn't write initially because it, it was just so stunning and so so terrible. Um, and, and these dogs were not, you know, your average pit bulls either. These were XL pit bulls, um, which are, you know, extremely large, extremely thick. And they had a pair of them, which increases, you know, the risk of a bite and increases, you know, if two of these dogs are attacking you at the same time, you know, that's different than one dog. One dog's bad enough. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's been, I, I think that advocates, uh, that I talked to, we all just sort of fell silent and were just devastated, you know, because it's so hard to imagine losing two children to your own dogs. Yeah, uh, and and uh, I'll, I'll get to more on that in a minute. But I just this is one. This is what really got my attention. Also, this was someone named uh, Chloe Miller who tweeted this, and uh, I'm told it happened in Manesson a couple of days ago. That's a town uh, here near near Pittsburgh. Earlier, there's a picture of a nice little uh, Jack Russell Terrier, and it says, Earlier this morning, while I was out of town for work, Lisa let our baby out on his run to go do his business. She heard him yelp and ran outside to find the neighbor's three pit bulls yep. broke out of their house and were attacking Patches. They bit Lisa and murdered our little boy. We are beyond devastated now at the ER for Lisa's bites. So this Lisa uh, is in the hospital with the bites. So it's not just, uh, well, obviously, they, they've been attacking dogs for a long time, but not when they start attacking your own kids, you you think people might start to get the clue? Well, I mean, these parents also advocated for pit bulls, um, and they went out of their way to get a very special pit bull designer breed. I don't know if that was like a saddest thing, um, uh, but these were you know, not your average pit bulls. Um, and I, 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 just, I wonder what they think now. Um, you know, everything sort of came true, right? The sudden attack, unprovoked, um, you know, sustained mauling for 10 minutes. Uh, I, I don't, because we don't know the scenario, how it ended. It's unclear, you know, who got the dogs off or if the dogs, you know, got you know, placed back into the home. So there's still a lot of things we don't know. Well, I, what I saw that she, she uh, put herself across the baby to cover mm-hmm. the baby up, and still the dogs were able to get through. Now, you say that these parents, they, you've, you've found out that they they sought out getting this special breed of pit bull? Yes. Special. Yes. And, and, this, and what is it about these two pit bulls that, that make them worse? Well, I don't know if it makes them worse. I mean, because we're following the uh, pit bull designer breeders, and they're called bullies or XL bullies. We've seen a number. Of, uh, let's see, we've seen a great increase of these dogs being involved in fatal attacks. And so, what it is, they're you know they're making giant pit bulls, and to do that, you're going to have to breed with some type of mastiff. Um, and so, they're not you know certainly not purebred. Um, and I you know we see problems in these breeding lines. Um, 
uh, you know, the stability, I don't know. You know, I, I wouldn't trust two in my home, that's for sure. Um, so, yes, they sought them out, and, and, and the dogs apparently were good for eight years. Yeah, they were uh, eight so years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problems. Yeah. And so just that children do them their whole lives, um, and, you know, just this sudden, unprovoked, that, I mean, ends in a nightmare. So, I mean, I, you know, you were talking about your gold retrievers. I mean, <laughs> there's so many breeds that just, you know, are not known for this. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, it's just it's just terrifying that that people are and and uh, you know you your people say all the time uh, the pit bull owners some of whom uh, I've noticed they've come to refer to them as pities uh, yep. because they're trying to tell you that they're just like any other dog and then they'll tell Correct. you that it's not the dog it's the owner. What do the stats say about that? About w- whether it's the owner or the dog? How do you mean? I mean. Are you talking about no, uh, fatal dogs? Well, the, the, uh, the, the, the number of attacks mm-hmm. that, whether fatal or just that uh, cause injury to humans, how many of them uh, involve pit bulls and how many, um, uh, how, many oh, pet, how many people actually have a pit bull as a pet? What percentage? Right. Those are difficult numbers to get at. I mean, we track the fatal dog attacks because there's only say 35 to 65 per year. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're talking about, you know, bites in general, that's a jurisdictional issue all over the country. So yeah. you don't, you really only get, there's no national statistics there. But, um, how, but how do we know that, that pit bulls are more likely to do this? Is it just by uh, anecdotally we know that, or uh, you know, do you have any numbers to back that up? Well, okay. So in the fatal attacks, uh, we, rely on another nonprofit that does the population numbers for dog breeds. Mm-hmm. And I believe that pit bulls, I mean, they sort of, when I started in 2007, I think they're around five or something like that. And, and they're estimated 9% now. And that's sort of including, you know, the multiple pit bull breeds. Yeah. And, and so in different parts of the country, that's going to be higher or lower, something like that. Right. And probably it's going to be higher in the South. Well, uh, so that's sort of the number we work with um, nationally. And we're we're talking to Colleen Lynn. She's the founder of DogsBite.org. So, what uh, what prompted you to found uh, DogsBite.org, and what is it you guys do? Okay, so I was uh, I was attacked uh, at that time. I was living in Seattle, and uh, I you know was able to put my forearm in front of my face, so which is a natural reaction. Uh, so it did not, it grabbed onto that and not my face. <laughs> so I think it was so traumatizing and shocking and, and that I was going to be okay. You know, I was, that arm is going to heal. Um, but I just started looking at this issue. You know, what can I do? I mean, I was a graphic designer and a web designer. Uh, it would be really easy for me to make a website. Right. And so that's sort of how it began um, back in 2007. And then of course it, you know, just just grew and grew and grew, um, and takes all my time today. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so what we do is we're going to advocate for uh, victims of serious and fatal mauling. We help families um, after attacks uh, write FOIAs so they can get their you know the records. They don't often don't understand that that's what they have to do. Um, we have some support groups uh, to help the families, um, and. You know, legislatively, we work uh, in different states each year um, to sort of to prevent um, rollback. So I think your state has an anti-BSL preemption bill, too. Um, so that's a state-level bill that, that says, you know, jurisdictions and, and cities and towns cannot enact a pitbull law. So it's a state-level preemption. Um, so we, we try to stop those bills in the, in the states that don't have them yet. <laughs> um and generally, we're looking at, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time now looking at the shelters, too, because there's all of these pit bulls available for adoption. Mm-hmm. And all of the arguments of, it's all how you raise them, they just don't work. Because, you know, 80, 90%, who knows, but a, a large percentage of these pit bulls have no known history. Right. And were picked up as strays. And so, you know... Um, I just, I, I'm like you and that the arguments begin to not make sense. Um, but I, you know, for the life of me, you know, to go in and, and, and say this, 
two-year-old pit bull. I don't know anything about that background. Let's just take it home. And I, you know, uh, and I mean, the shelter, you know, encourages you to do that too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we're looking at that. And I think that there is a lot of public interest in that. And, um, and that dogs that are adopted out that go on to, you know, seriously maul yeah, people and, I, and the liability involved. I did, uh, I took a dog training course uh, several years ago and part of it was involved. Uh, I had to go work with uh, trainers and mm-hmm. um, I went to the local one of the local shelters. I, I'm, I'm not. I, th- I think it was Animal. I think it might have been the Humane Society. One of the biggies. I right. can't remember which one it was now, but it was here in Pittsburgh. And they had it was a shelter, so they had they had uh, down below the area from where, where we did the training. There were cages full of dogs, and I yeah. would go down there just to check the dogs out. And at least eighty percent of them were pit bulls. Mm-hmm. At least. Right. So I mean, and 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 as you said, you, you don't years, you so. don't know their background, and you don't know if if you if you if you adopt one, you don't know what it is that m- might trigger this dog because of the experience this dog had with humans that had him. Maybe it was somebody That's who correct. Maybe it was somebody who used to wear a hat, and you have the mm-hmm. dog for a couple of years, and you put a hat on, and he attacks you, stuff like that. Right. And I, you know, they have, you know, longer stays in shelters, obviously, than non-pit bull breeds. Yeah. Um, so sometimes, you know, uh, the staff can get to know a little bit about what might set the dog off. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, you're right. I mean, you just, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen when we take the dog home out of the shelter. Yeah. And is there a um, worse dog to be attacked by than a pit bull? They no. are, they're not only the most likely to attack you, but they're yeah. the worst dog to be attacked by? Correct, correct. And why is that? Well, it's for bite style. So that's the reason why they show up so disproportionately in fatal attacks here mm-hmm. and around the world. Mm-hmm. It's that you know, hold and shake bite style. It's the refusal to stop an attack once it started, sort of like what happened in Tennessee. It's a repeated sustained mauling. Um, and these dogs will attack without normal warning signs like normal dogs will growl, bark. And it may be that... They are eliciting some warning signs, but they're so subtle, people don't, you know, people aren't aware of them. It's, it's not like a growl, like, oh, get your attention, right? Um, yeah. And so you combine all those things together, and, um, uh, and their drive, too, so uh, the unwillingness to stop an attack, and, and that is what causes fatal injuries, and, and very serious injuries, too. Now, and you said that Pennsylvania has a, preempt, a preemption that, I think so. that uh, would prevent a local community that might be having trouble with pit bull attacks from banning them. That is correct. That is correct. And every, every, every preemption bill for each state is a little bit different, but I think the one in Pennsylvania is pretty old. Um, and so I can check that. Before yeah. talking. Um, but yeah, they're all just a slightly different. Um, and I'm thinking that yours is pretty old. Um, let's go to tracking data. Uh, while you're checking that, right. where where are they banned? Are there places where they are banned? Well, yeah, that's going to be jurisdictional. So it's sort of like um, we know that a lot of breed issues, I mean, breed, uh, breed specific laws are sort of centralized uh, in the Midwest states. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that is. It's I don't know why that is, uh, but that's what they tend to be. Uh, and then, of course, we've got, you know, uh, you know, well, one, the big one in Florida, Miami-Dade, and then they're sprinkled out. But generally speaking, they're taking place, um, these laws are existing in the, in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, uh, I am a big Second Amendment guy, uh, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't own a gun. But if someone moves next door to me with a pit bull today, tonight I have a gun. And that's the way I feel about them. That's that's so uh, they're not killing. Um, my dogs will not be killed by a pit bull. Um, what do, uh, we have about less than a minute. What what? Okay. okay. Just go just go to the website uh, dogsbite dot org. Yes. Very good. I, you, you can read more details about the Tennessee attack too. Very good. Thank you, Colleen. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Okay, that's Colleen Lynn, and it's dogsbite dot org.
I want to talk to you again about an organization called Preborn. We've been talking about it here for the last few days. It's a charity organization, and uh, it means exactly what the name says. It's about the preborn and protecting them and making sure that they become uh, living babies uh, and are not ending up as abortions. Scott Wilder is here to tell you how they do that and how you can help. Scott, thanks for coming on. Pleasure, John. Thanks so much. And, you know, I, I, I th- this is very strange to say, but I think about a saying that my high school favorite teacher said. She was my my Algebra two teacher. She was a gruff woman, had a haircut like sort of like Mo of the Three Stooges, <laughs> uh, but a very gruff woman, uh, sort of spindly looking. But I loved her. I love her to this day. Miss Chancellor. Miss Chancellor had a phrase she used, immediately obvious to the most casual observer. Now, she was a woman of order, so I sat on the fifth row farthest back because I'm a W. And so she would call me to the board, say, Mr. Wilder, would you come to the board? I would come to the board, and I would guess. I had no idea what I was doing. And as I skulked back to my seat in the back of the room, she would say, Mr. Wilder, that should have been immediately obvious to the most casual observer. And I think of that phrase. I've used it with my kids as they were growing up for years. But I, I think of that when I talk about the unborn, the preborn. You know why? Because when a girl, when a woman, or a young man hears that heartbeat, you know what? It's immediately obvious to the most casual observer that that's a baby. No matter what the world has told them, no matter what uh, Kamala Harris has told them, no matter what the Democrats have told them, you know, we waited a long time for the right president at the right time with the right court, the wrong Cong- right Congress in the right mood to do the right thing. It never worked. And all that waiting simply meant that babies died all along the way. Preborn's been doing this for 16 years, simply going in grassroots because a heart is not changed by a ban. A heart is not changed by laws. But when they hear that heartbeat, their heart is changed and a life is saved. And today, you can save babies by providing ultrasounds. $280 saves 10 babies. 100% of what you give goes directly to providing ultrasounds. We separately fundraise for overhead and administrative costs. So anything you do today is going to go directly to providing ultrasounds. $140 saves five. $2,800 saves 100 Even a $15,000 one-time gift provides an ultrasound machine that will save thousands of babies over the next decade. Here is the phone number. Call now. 833-850-BABY. One more time. 833-850-2229. And remember, this money goes directly to buying ultrasounds for these women who are uh, in in the position of deciding whether they want to have a baby, and you can save that baby. So make sure you call or go to the website, our, our website, theanswerpgh.com, and click on the preborn banner. Scott Wilder, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Ah, yes. It's a proud moment watching your kids leave the nest and become independent. Unless they wait until they're almost 50. Like John Fetterman. Yeah, he lived off his parents until he was 49. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reported that Fetterman's parents were his principal source of income. And freeloading Fetterman didn't pay his property taxes either. It took 60 liens and lawsuits before he paid up. Fetterman didn't pay his taxes, but he wants us to pay more. Fetterman's pushing higher taxes, even for families making under $75,000. He also pushed a 46% hike in the Pennsylvania state income tax rate. John Fetterman wants to raise taxes on working families. Yeah, that's pretty rich coming from a guy who didn't pay his own taxes. John Fetterman is a far-left tax-raising fraud. Senate Leadership Fund paid for and is responsible for the content of this advertising. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. www.senateleadershipfund.org So, have you been thinking about getting a walk-in tub or a replacement shower or doing a tub-to-shower conversion? Well, the people to call, Bath R Us. And you can upgrade to the bath of your dreams with Bath R Us. They offer complete bath and shower remodeling services, but the difference with them is that it's not an overlay. They tear it out and they replace it, and they have durable tubs and showers designed with an exclusive high-tech polymer liner. It's low-maintenance, resistant to mold and mildew, easy to clean, and lasts for decades. And it comes with a lifetime warranty. And right now, if you schedule your free in-home estimate, you get $1,000 off 
plus 18 months, same as cash. That's right, zero down, zero payments, zero interest for 18 months. So it's Bath R Us. Call today, 513-715-0778. That's 513-715-0778. And go to Bath R Us. That's Bath, the letter R, us.com for the bath of your dreams. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Yeah, so uh, I'm glad we got a chance to talk about the pit bulls. Uh, as I said, I, I just don't get it. Um, and here's what happens with me. I, I, I will be out with my dogs who are excessively friendly, dangerously friendly. They will lick you to death if they come upon you. And the one, the female, Betsy, she'll roll on her back and, and demand that you give her a belly rub. And uh, I'll be walking with them every once in a while, and I will come across someone walking a pit bull. And most of the time, ninety, maybe ninety-nine percent of the time, um, I, I mean, they haven't been attacked yet. I haven't had my dog attacked by a pit bull yet, but I will very often come upon someone, and many times it's a woman uh, with a pit bull, and that pit bull is showing signs that it's not too crazy about seeing my dogs. And uh, you know, when you see a dog doing that, and you have your dogs, you get out of the way you don't have a confrontation you keep your dogs uh you know you you keep them separated but what scares me is that those dogs are pretty strong and when i see uh a woman with a with the pit bull on a leash and i see the dog doing a pretty good job of pulling and yanking the woman around that's when i get worried and um and i had a, a friend uh a guy i know he was uh walking his uh dog I think it was in Mount Lebanon, and uh, a woman came by walking a pit bull, and the pit bull decided to attack his dog. And the guy was walking with his wife, and fortunately for him and his dog, he was able to pull the pit bull off. Uh, but if it's just his wife there, and just the wife and the woman who was holding the dog, uh, you know, the, holding the pit bull, the, uh, the Springer Spaniel in this case, is probably dead. That would really be annoying, wouldn't it? Have your dog attacked by a pit bull? So here's the thing. I, I think they should ban put pit bull ownership, uh, and, and, and that's fine. I, I don't think it should be a federal ban. I think, for one thing, I'm going to look into that the uh, Pennsylvania law that prevents uh, other jurisdictions from in, instituting a ban. So uh, they should be able to ban them in whatever neighborhood you want. If you don't want pit bulls running out of their house and attacking your dog or your kids, get rid of them. I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye. John Steckerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.